welcome to another episode of the Author's Lab. And I am your host, Allison G. Daniels, four-time best-selling author of over 31 books, book writing coach and CEO and founder of AGD Publishing Company. Today, we will be talking about how to brand yourself as a problem solver. How to brand yourself as a problem solver. And today, I have with me on the line, Kimia Scott. Hello, hello. Hello, Allison. It is nice to be here. Thank you, thank you. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us what you do. Sure. My name is Kemya Scott, a.k.a. Miss Kemya Online, and I am a marketing and social media strategist, and I help small business owners reduce the overwhelm when it comes to marketing their businesses, whether online or offline. I do that by creating marketing plans, marketing campaigns, strategic direction, all the way up through social media content and community management. Oh, thank you. So since our title is How to Brand Yourself as a Problem Solver, Mm -hmm. what would be the definition or your definition of a problem solver? Great question. A problem solver is someone who makes my life easier. (laughs) In a nutshell, that is what a problem solver is. They make someone's life easier. This could be a person. This could be a product that saves someone time. This can be a service that saves someone time. This could be a service that helps someone make more money. It, there are a number of problems that, as an adult, we have. And if you are a problem solver, you are essentially helping someone make money, save time, reduce overwhelm, understand something better, but that's really what a problem solver is. They make your life easier at the end of the day. Yes. So how can a person brand themselves as a problem solver? Particularly, I'll answer it from the, the perspective of a business owner. You can brand yourself as a problem solver by doing one single thing providing value to your desired audience, whatever that value may mean. You identify a problem that your desired audience has and you create the solution, typically through some type of content, but you are creating a solution to the problem. At the core, that is how you brand yourself as a problem solver. Okay. So then um, what is an What is an effective way to brand yourself as a problem solver in your niche Mm -hmm. without spending a fortune on marketing? (laughs) I like that end part, without spending a fortune on marketing. (laughs) Yes, key there, because we all know we can throw money at at our businesses and, and call it marketing and call it being a problem solver. But really... The way you brand yourself as a problem solver in your niche, first of all, you have to understand your niche. You have to understand 
who you serve, who your ideal audience is, who your ideal customer is, who you serve and what their problems are. And what you once you understand that part of it, then you figure out what value you can provide to your audience to help solve that problem. What does your customer need? What do they want? What is their pain point? So one of the very effective and super low-cost ways to brand yourself as a problem solver is to blog. I'll take myself as an example. My audience is small business owners who don't have the time, money, or resources or in-house capabilities to do their own marketing. So what do I blog about? Marketing. I tell them what to do, how to do it, which tools to use, what the trends are, what to consider. And so if you think about it in that way, that makes perfect sense. I'm helping to solve that problem that they have for free online. And so if you do not blog, you can use social media. Again, these things are pretty inexpensive. You can use social media to position yourself as a credible go-to resource for your audience. A credible go-to resource for your audience. Use your desirable social media platform and pump out content that your audience needs. Again, whether you sell products or services, give the people what they need and you will in turn become that credible expert, that problem solver that your audience comes to for solutions. Again, you can use a blog or you can use a social media, but those are two platforms that are by far the least expensive ways to brand yourself as a problem solver. So could you also um, have a website and direct them to your website and, you know, kind of you know, let them kind of figure out what it is that they may need from you in order to help them? You will definitely want to have a website. However, I'm going to be perfectly honest here, humans don't know what they need. They know what they want. And so you have to direct people once they come to your website. You have to tell them what to do and how to do it and why to do it. So when you're directing, of course, I, I do want you to have a website. I do want you to own your own digital property. Your website is your digital home base. But when you direct traffic to your website, wherever they land, they need to know what to do next. Does that mean read this blog post? Does that mean call you? Does that mean book an appointment with you? Does that mean read about your specific services? Does that mean learn more about you via your about page? So when you direct traffic to your website, you have to figure out what you want that person to do next. And I say that to say, never direct people to the home page on your website, unless your website only has that one page. Never send traffic to the home page on your website. The home page is traditionally the least converting page on your website because it's the catch-all and it's an overview. So if someone lands on your home page and you're just giving them general information, who you are, what, what you do, who you serve, how many clients you have, your contact information, I got these 20 services, I have these three products, 
Think about your ideal audience member. They will have no idea what to do. And so when you're directing traffic, you want to direct people to do specific things on your website based upon where they're coming from. You know what, that makes perfect sense because I believe that um, a client will get lost and you just directing them straight to your web page because they're not going to know which um, page they should be um, kind of clicking into and they're just kind of clicking through to find out what they actually need and really don't know what they need. So that makes um, perfect sense. I, I think I have one or two um, clicks that you can go right to. So let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. We know that customers want solutions. So should we know what products to sell to each individual? So I guess we would have to really know um, what the client is looking for and then um, have the niche to be able to problem solve it, I guess. Yes, yes. So you you want to anticipate what a potential client is looking for. And this is why I use social media as an example. If you post on Instagram, you, you don't say, hi, I'm Kimmy, I'm a marketing strategist, and go visit my um, website at marketingsparkler.com and check out my products and services. I will literally, under no circumstance, say that because that's not value for you. But if I write a blog post, how long should your uh, blog post be? Let's say I wrote a blog post like that, and on Instagram, I posted about, do you know how long your blog post should be? A lot of people ask me that question, and here are three ways you can figure that out. And click the link in my bio for more tips. The link in my bio is going to have that blog post link. I'm not telling you to go read my blog. I'm telling you to go look for the blog post entitled, How Long Should Your Blog Post Be? And the link in bio is going to directly point to that article. So if I know people click that link, they are naturally have a blog or they want to start a blog, and they want to know how long the blog post should be. So when they get to that page on my site, I know if anybody is looking at that page, then they need additional blogging resources. And so a call to action on that page could be, hey, make sure you check out my blogging guide with the link. So you see how all of that ties together? I never used my homepage. I never used Google Consultation. I never said hire me for social media management. If you're interested in blogging, Click this link, read this blog post, and go download my blogging resource guide. And that's how you kind of direct your audience member and the direction they want to go. And then you provide the value with a next step at the end. That is good information. So before we get ready to go to break, so when they go to that particular blog, Mm -hmm. At the end of your blog, will it have, like, um, your information, your website, just in case they wanted to read more of the different blogs that you um, are writing about? So will you have that at the end of it, too? So if it's on my website, then they landed. The, if, if you host your blog on your main website, 
mm-hmm. they're on your website. And so then the question becomes what do you tell them to do next? The blog post would naturally have hyperlinks to other articles on my site so they can click those. Or if they get to the end of the blog post, they can click on whatever freebie I offer. Under the blog post, it has, you know, my bio, my picture. And then under there, it has three related blog posts. They would be related to blogging because that's the category I put that blog post in. So they can continue to read blog posts or they can click around to learn more about me, look at my services. But it's like a logical flow from when they landed on that blog post. That flow is by design. You read, you click, you see my picture, a brief blurb about me, and related blog posts. Because most often for my audience, after one blog post, they want to read something else. They keep digging because that's the way my website is built. My website is value driven. I deliver value to the customer. I throw in what I can do, how I can help, but my my website has more free value driven content than anything because I use so many channels. But again, it's by design. So whenever you direct someone to the website, you let them know what you want them to do next. So if you let's say for example you're an author and you directed people to a particular blog post on your website, well, that call to action is logically, I would think, either read an additional blog post or click here to learn more about how my book can help solve X problem with the link to your book. Wow. You kind of got me because I'm sitting here like, hey, (laughs) everything she just said. (laughs) I got and it kind of went a little blank for a minute. I'm like, oh, that was good. Listen, we are going to take a break, and we will be right back um, talking to the Miss Powerful, Kimia Scott. We'll be right back. Thank you. Hey, I'm Marcus Johnson, and starting September 18th, I'd like to invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. for the Flow Podcast with Marcus Johnson. Flow is spelled F-L-O with no W, and it means for the love of. As an award-winning entrepreneur, musician, lawyer, professor, and most importantly, a dad, I've had many experiences that have taught me invaluable lessons and tools that we all can use to achieve our highest potential. We call it going deeper. If you're an entrepreneur looking for foundational strategies for creating and enjoying your success, a parent looking for the self-care needed to maximize your engagement in your family and your occupation, or if you're just looking to live the journey of life with intention, love, passion, work-life balance, and happiness, the Flow Podcast is for you. So starting September 18th on Saturdays at 9 a.m., join me for the Flow Podcast with Marcus Johnson. It's for the love of you. Streaming on all major platforms. Hi, this is Allison G. Daniels, three-time best-selling author who has written over 31 books. I am a book writing coach and publisher. I am excited today to offer you my 30-day Write to Finish book writing program. Whether you are preparing to write a book, are in mid-process, or have completed your first draft of a full-length book, this workshop is for you. What you would get, you will learn how to draft your outline, brainstorm and organize your ideas, 
identify your target audience, develop your content, avoid common writing mistakes, and time management. To get started, visit my website at www.agdpublishing.com. Take advantage of this opportunity before the class is full. This is Allison G. Daniels, and I look forward to working with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Author's Lab. I am your host, Allison G. Daniels, best-selling author, coach, and publisher. Today, we are talking about how to brand yourself as a problem solver, and I have with me Kimia Scott. So I am going to ask her a few more questions. Should your content be relevant to what you're selling? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's the short answer. That's my short answer. <laughs> but it is a question that on the surface sounds very obvious, and yet so many people don't do it. And so that is a very good question. Your content should be relevant to the products and services that you sell. Otherwise, what's the point? You, I mean, unless you don't have anything to sell, in which case you need to find something to sell. <laughs> but if a business, at the end of the day, we're business owners. If a business, whether you're an author, speaker, coach, sell shoes, we're here to make money. And I do not apologize for that. So if you are here in the business of making money to keep your business afloat, what you do should be directly related to the products and services that you sell. So your content should be created, defined, developed, and distributed with that particular goal in mind. Your content should ultimately lead people naturally to the product and or service you'd like to sell from it. So yes, start with the end game in mind. Figure out which product or service you would like to sell. Then figure out what content can you deliver to your audience that your product or service is the next logical step. Your product or service is that solution to the problem your audience member has. That is good. That is good. So listen, should should we offer a freebie on our website and why? All humans like free stuff. <laughs> we we just do. We like free stuff. But I'll reference service base first. You should offer a freebie on your website because a free offer gives people an example of what your expertise is, how deep your knowledge base is, and potentially what it may be like to work with you. And that's why you offer a freebie. Now, here's the caveat. Don't offer junk. Don't offer crap. Don't offer something that you would only sell for $3 anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Offer a freebie that is of value. It doesn't have to be long. It just has to be of value. Offer a value-driven freebie that gives your audience member a quick win, and that will help to position you as a problem solver in your industry because you just solved an audience member's problem. It could be very simple. If you are a product-based business, yes, you can offer a freebie just as much as a service-based provider can. So, for example, if you have a physical product, your quote-unquote freebie could be a sample. It could be a smaller trial size version, and the customer only pays shipping. Um, you see that done a lot with books, with physical books. That's the one of the most recent marketing choice. I'll send you the book for free. Just pay shipping. And so if you have a product-based business, you can develop a freebie as well. Now, it's not going to relate to all product-based businesses, so it doesn't have to be a freebie, but it can be an incentive to buy now. It can be a coupon code. It can be a sign-up and use this on your first order. You may have seen um, those spinning wheels on people's websites where you spin the wheel and it'll tell you how much the discount is for your skincare or something like that. It's not, that's not a freebie, but that is their lead magnet, their incentive to, for you to hand over your email address. So it's used much in the same way a service provider would use a freebie. Because a freebie, the reason you offer, another reason you offer a freebie is because that is a lead magnet. You essentially want me to give you something so that you can keep in touch with me. Typically, that's my name and my email address. That's the other reason why you offer a freebie. You want to build your email marketing subscriber list. And so again, whether you're a service-based provider or a product-based business, that is still the goal. And that's how each one of those business owners can use a freebie or a lead magnet to incentivize their desired audience member to hand over their name and email address. Yes, thank you. And you know what? I love that you said um, make sure that the um, the freebie has value to it. You're not, not just putting just something up there for them to um, have for free, but you want to make sure that it represents what you do and that you're serious about your um, business and what you're um, putting out there. And all of that, to me, makes a difference. If you're just going to put something out there just for me to get for free, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to read it and say, so this is what she puts out? This is how she writes? It makes a difference. I'm going to really be detailed when I'm looking at what you're trying to give me for free. And it it just doesn't sound right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so let's talk about um, a blog. Should Mm -hmm. we actually... As an author, and and I'll just throw myself out there, Mm -hmm. should I actually um, go back and start writing in my blog? Now, I used to do that years ago, and uh, maybe about five years ago, and I kind of moved away from it. But now I'm wondering, just listening to you, should I at least go back to, you know, or at least go back to blogging maybe once a week or every (laughs) two weeks Mm -hmm. or something like that, just so that... People can get a feel for my writing and and just the things that I can do because there are so many other avenues that I can share 
on helping clients with writing their books. And I'm thinking that blogging might be another way. Yes, I recommend every business owner that can blog because, one, it's great for SEO for your website. You know, people don't realize when you put up a website and the search engines, we'll just say Google, the search engines or Google indexes your website. They they put it on their profile. They, they crawl the pages. If you don't update your website anymore, there's no reason for them to ever come back and crawl your pages because you're not changing anything. So if you put up a website and your content is not dynamic, it's just static and sitting there, Google never goes back to you. They don't have a reason to. A blog gives Google a reason to go back to your site and recrawl your pages because you just added new content. So from an SEO standpoint, absolutely, this is why I recommend every one blog. But the second reason is the one you brought up, Allison, delivering value and content and sharing your expertise. Because social media posts are fleeting. People do not save, go back to, they'll save, but they don't go back to, it just passes through and they're scrolling through. But when you blog, people can sit on your website for hours and read your content. They can save that, they can reference that, and it demonstrates that you know what you're talking about. Because you got a lot of people, I'm getting ready to go deep now, you got a lot of people that's these social media gurus, that's, that's all they got. They're not deeper than Instagram. they just not. They can put it on Instagram, they can't do nothing else. But they got that Instagram rocking. I'm of a different caliber, and if you want to position yourself of a different caliber, you drive people back to your website, and that's where they live. That's where they look for you. That's where they see who you are and your expertise. Because if your Instagram account gets shut down, but you're jumping on Instagram, what happens to your business next? You own your website. And so over 500 articles sitting on my website, they're not going anywhere. My Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever can go away, but I still have a body of work that everybody can find that positions me as a credible authority in my niche. And I have 100% control of it. And so if you really want to demonstrate your level of expertise, you can use social media and other platforms to drive the traffic back to your digital home base, back to your website and blog. And that's really where you can get deeper, write longer articles, you can write tips, you can have a blog, a video blog to where you're shooting video, you're embedding it in a blog post with a, a three bullet point summary underneath. You can embed podcasts on your blog with the transcription. You can interview other people. You can review books. You can write about your own book. You can share photos, share your journey as a business person, as an author. All of those things you can use on your blog. You're not really going to do all that on social media. And you know what? I love that you were saying, too, that um, everything else will go away, but your mm -hmm. um, website, it's your website. And you can add to it or you can do whatever you want to do with it. So, yeah, we, we do need to get back to making sure that we <laughs> update our um, website because I've gone through several websites, you know, just looking mm -hmm. for stuff. And I'm like, mm -hmm. So this is dated 2018. You haven't put anything out since 2018. Yes. You mm -hmm. have on social media, but nothing yes. on the website. Yes. And you own that. And, and 
you know, I come from, from the marketing premise of why would I give away my power? Because mm-hmm. that's what you do. I own my website. So I'm going to invest the most time and effort into my website. Why would I give away my power and use someone else's platform and build them up without building myself up? It's okay to use the other platforms, but you got to take care of home first. Yes. And another cheat, another reason why I tell business owners to blog, it actually makes posting on social media easier. Because, see, a lot of times we pick up the phone and we're like, oh, I haven't posted on Instagram in three days. Oh, I haven't posted on LinkedIn in a week, right? And we pick up the phone and then we go, okay, what am I supposed to post? I never have that problem because I blog. I just pull content, pull snippets of my own content and post them on social media. So, so when you have a blog, you have essentially identified content you want to share everywhere. And then you repurpose it to fit another platform. And so social media posting is very simple and easy for me because of my blog. If I did not have my blog, I have to still write fresh content all the time. If I'm positioning myself as an expert, as a problem solver in my industry. So why not publish it on my website instead of writing a a 1,000 word post on Facebook. Why would I put that there? And the shelf life is however many hours and I never see it again. Why not put that same content on my blog and I can reuse and repurpose years later? That really makes sense. So, um, because we're getting ready to come to a close. As a um, problem solver, do you think we should also um, write a book Maybe in the future, it doesn't have to be just because you started mm-hmm. problem solving. Wait until you get um, some credibility up under your hat and then maybe put out a book. Absolutely. A book is a great way to bring yourself as a problem solver in your industry. And you don't necessarily have to wait until you have other things. You have to wait until you have something of substance to share. Because, right? <laughs> Yes. I can I can see you in my head saying yes because <laughs> some of these books I call them pamphlets. That's not a book; it's a pamphlet. You just stretched it out. Mm-hmm. Think about what is one major problem that your audience has. Write the book around that. So there's the reason why my first book was called "I'm on Social Media Now." What do I say? That is literally the title of my first book. That perfectly ties in with everything I said I do. People don't know what to say on social media. So I broke down the platforms and told them how to figure out what content to share. And it can literally be that simple. Figure out what problems your audience has. Write the book to solve that problem. And you know, it just takes you doing a little research and then mm-hmm. staying focused on what it is you want to put out. Yes, now focus on one. You might have 20 book ideas. We're not writing 20 books at the same time, people. Focus on that one because I hear that and see that. Focus on the one problem that you want to solve. What's the one thing you see missing in your industry? What's the one thing people complain about or what's the one thing people need help with? Write the book to solve that problem. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing all of your um, awesome wealth of knowledge. How can the listening audience get in contact with you? You can actually find me pretty much everywhere online as Miss Kenya, M-I-S-S-K-E-M, like Mary, Y-A. My digital home base is marketingsparklu.com. I am the Marketing Sparkler, and it's marketing, S-P-A-R-K-L-E-R.com. You can visit me on you know, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, but of course, you can always visit my website at marketingsparkler.com where I have freebies. I have a blog with over 500 articles that list the services I provide. You can get to know more about me. Of course, my contact information is there as well as my social media handles if you want to follow me across different social media platforms. Thank you so much for sharing all of that information. And listen, I definitely follow you and I'm always reading <laughs> The different blogs that you put out, I just love it, and it, you know, it really helps me um, with my business. So I'm Good. glad that you have um, come on to share your wealth of knowledge. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was fun. <laughs> yes, you're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining another episode of the Author's Lab. If you would like to learn more about my 30-day Write to Finish book writing program, please visit my website at www.agdpublishing.com. Again, that's www.agdpublishing.com. Thank you. Mm-hmm.